Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a little drunk right now, but let's do an episode of another podcast. Dude, it's been so long. Just life has hit me so fucking hard right now, dude. I'm trying to move out. I'm trying to do a bunch of other shit. Just I've just been busy. I've been tired. Just dumb. Just life happens. And I haven't been able to do this shit in so long. And I fucking missed it. I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy to be drunk as fuck right now doing this. So, before we start with the week 15 predictions, excuse me, my goodness. Oh, my lord. <sighs> Being drunk gets to you sometimes, dog. It just, it just bees that way. So, let's start off with the obvious big fucking news that Urban Mar got his shit kicked out. Of fucking Jacksonville. And honestly, I don't remember what I said at the time of the hiring. I don't think it was going... I didn't know if it was going to work, to be honest with you. That's why I remember saying... I think I remember saying that I don't know that it was going to work. But, clearly it hasn't worked. And a lot of people... Who said that it didn't work and uh, wasn't going to work in the first place were absolutely correct. But let's go over all the events that happened through this first. And this is from ESPN. Fired after only 13 games, the owner Sean Khan said, "Yeah, uh, he as a as I say in October, regaining our trust and respect was essential. And regrettably, it did not happen. Clearly, it did not happen. So." That, but let's let's go over the events. It says in the article, this article goes over the events of what happened. So let's see. Um, here we go, right here. Double-digit losses, obviously. That's obviously not a good thing. But, from the start, all his decisions were fucked up. He said he tried to hire a strength and conditioning coach, coordinator, who've been accused of making racist remarks and bullying black players to a video of Meyer with a woman that's not his wife at his bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Fuck off, video. Yo, I'm sorry, that was really fucking rude that video to interrupt. Yeah, so like I said, so he hired a, a possible, a racist... Um, strength conditioning coach who has a history of racism. Jesus Christ, I'm drunk. Sorry. And to the video of Urban Meyer with the one that was not his wife at a bar, he basically finger banged her. I don't know how many fingers. Maybe it was one. Maybe it was the pointer. Maybe it was the middle. Maybe two in the pink. One in the stank. Hold on. Two in the pink. One in the stank. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he did it, but he finger-banged a bitch at a bar. That was not his wife. And then, tensions between Meyer and the players and his fucking coaching staff. But you know what got him fired? Which, I'm not saying this is right. I'm not defending Urban Meyer in any way, shape, or form. But you can't let a story come out about kicking a kicker. Get your ass fired. Like, dog, what are you fucking doing? Like, that's just stupid in general. I mean, I'm not saying... 
I'm not defending Urban Meyer anyway, shape or form, but Josh Lambeau should have st stood up for himself. If you let another man, obviously, I mean, obviously he's in a position of power, but you cannot let another grown-ass man, if you're a grown-ass man in the NFL, you cannot let another grown-ass man, no matter if he's a player or a coach, you cannot let him physically abuse you when you're not on the football field. We are not in the in the game. To me, Josh Lambeau looks weak here, and I'm not I'm not trying to like diss Josh Lambeau for being weak. And obviously, like kickers probably don't get that much love. Pat McAfee was talking about earlier on his show, like yeah, maybe kickers and punters they don't get that much love, but there has to come to a point where it doesn't matter what position you play, if a coach assaults you. In any way, shape, or form, you gotta stand up for yourself. Like, hey, yo, I don't give a fuck who you think you are or what you do, but you cannot fucking touch me like that. That's just a fucking man. That's just some man shit you gotta do. You gotta stand up for yourself. And supposedly, this story is what got him fired, not him hiring a racist strength and conditioning coach or. At least someone who has a history of being racist. Not fucking being 2-11, only winning against the Dolphins in the last second field goal. And the Bills, somehow. Bills having an off fucking day. Not fucking uh, issues with fucking the receivers coach and Marvin Jones, one of the free agents that you've signed to your team. But kicking a kicker, like, come on, dude. And here's the story right here. League sources had also confirmed to ESPN on Saturday an NFL Network report that Jaguars receiver Marvin Jones Jr., who was in Detroit and who was a solid football player, under like when his quarterback was Matt Stafford, had to be persuaded to return to the team facility after leaving responsive Myers published criticism of the wide receivers. Sources also said that Meyer and Jones had a heat exchange at practice after he returned. Like, it just seems that, I I don't know what it's like to be in the NFL, obviously. I don't know what it's like to be a player or head coach. But from what I've seen, but at least, like, from what I've seen, from what I've witnessed, from what I've observed, it's a partnership. When you're a coach and you're a player, you got to work together. And clearly, Urban Meyer thought he had all this power, thought he can do whatever the fuck he wanted in the NFL. And clearly, you can't do that. It's a partnership, and he didn't respect any of his players, it seems. It seems he had no respect for, obviously, Marvin Jones Jr., obviously, Josh Lambeau. He probably didn't respect any of the other 53 players, the other 51 players on his roster. And he didn't respect his coaches. So, this report right here, NFL Network also reported that he called assistant coaches losers and questioned their resumes during a staff meeting. Myers said Jones did come to him bringing questions what Myers said about their series, but he said the conversation was not heated. Marvin Jones, he's probably trying to be professional or whatever, but... But yeah, this whole Marvin, this whole fucking Urban Myers story is just fucking crazy. He tried to bring in Tim Tebow as a tight end, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean... I didn't think the whole Tebow thing would have worked in the first place, but there's a whole outrage about that. 
And see, here's the timeline. Here's right here timeline here on ESPN. They got it outlined. So, hires the head coach on January 14th. That was a big fucking news then. And February 10th, hires Chris Doyle as the director of sports performance. Lots of head strengthening. I have a race separation. Not that often. Racist statements about bullying, blending black players. Next day, last Jaguars and I for hiring him. Da da da. Jaguars take Trevor Lawrence and running back Trevor and Etning Etting. I I don't know how to say his last name though. May twentieth, my birthday. By the way, just just an FYI. If you want to give me something nice, if you want to send me some cash my way, it don't matter to me. So May 20th, signed Tebow to play tight end, which is fucking nutty. July, find Jaguar, find the Jaguars for twenty thousand dollars and earn my hundred thousand. During June first, OTA. All right, that's interesting. I don't remember that, but whatever. Uh, let's see. July, Meyer has launched alternate days. First team office was Gardner Minshew. I remember that. Launched the starter. Uh, twenty eighth, Minshew traded to Philadelphia. Fuck yeah. By the way, thank you. He won us a game against he won us a game against the Jets. And he I don't know if he's gonna start against the football team in Washington, but so let's see. Other let's go over the rest of the timeline. So September twelfth, Jack Wilder's unprepared, confused, and confused during season opener 37-21 loss to Houston. Out of all the teams, Houston with no Deshaun Watson, their trash ass team. Two days after losing a Thursday night football game in Cincinnati, here's the big here's the big thing where everyone thought he should have been gone right away. Big game in Cincinnati after a video of a woman dancing near Myers' lap and goes viral on social media. He does some more things with that woman, probably finger bangs her shit. You know how it is. Man Torney didn't he didn't sleep with her, but he finger banged the bitch, probably. Who knows? On October 4th, he tried to apologize to the team. He said, I just apologized to the team and staff for being distractions. Just stupid and I explained everything that happened and owned it. Just stupid. Should have not put myself in that kind of position. That's his quote. And then after Myers, after hours, da da da. Boss at the bar. He's probably laughed at. Supposedly, all of the NFL players, all the teams, not the teams, the, uh, the players just laugh at him. Like, they don't care about him. Like he's left out of meetings every week. He's laughed out of his everything. Like so that's when the players lost his respect. Chris Long said something like that along the line something along those lines at um on a Rich Eisen show. Rich, Rich Eisen's show, I believe. So and then yeah, he, they get shut out on December twelfth, twenty to nothing against Tennessee. And then the next day, he said he won't make any decisions. And then December 15th, Josh Lambeau alleges that Meyer kicked him and all that other shit. And then now he's fired. He lost his job. But you know what's going to be crazy? Not now, but like six months from now. It, I'm predicting. Sometime in the summer of next year, he either gets another head coaching job somewhere in another school, or he, he goes back to being another, an analyst. Whether it's Fox or CBS or wherever. That's what I think is going to happen with him. So, obviously, Urban Ma- the Urban Meyer experiment did not work out whatsoever. So, let's move on from that. 
last night's game with the Chiefs and Chargers was a really great fucking game. But other than, before we talk about the games, three games are moved because of COVID. COVID-19, despite what your thoughts of it are or whatever, there's an outbreak in, going on in the league, and three games are being pushed back because three teams have huge outbreaks of it. And this is from OutKick. Let's see. From uh, Bobby Burak, who I like, and I like out. I respect Clay Travis and the OutKick team. No matter what, no matter what you think of them or their political views or whatever. So, so this, but the hypocritical thing is the NFL says they will, they would not be moving, moving any games, and they would, the team who would have the outbreaks would automatically forfeit or something along those lines. But let's read the article right here. Despite NFL telling teams before the season that they would not move a single game this year. This year, due to COVID-19 outbreaks, league will move multiple games, week 15 games, because of COVID. And right now, three games have been scheduled, so we're about to find them out right now. Raiders at Browns are a Monday night football game at 5 p.m. on NFL Network. Seahawks, Seahawks at Rams, they've been moved to Tuesday. And then Washington, the football team at my Philadelphia Eagles, they have been moved to Tuesday at 7 p.m. as well. Ian Rappaport has the official schedule. So, and let's continue reading the article, though. It's unclear which players and coaches on the COVID reserve list will be able to return for the game Monday or Tuesday. That said, now we get a Monday doubleheader, two Tuesday football games. In other words, more football throughout the week. Which, honestly, it's not a bad thing, but in this circumstance, it kind of is because it makes the NFL look bad. It makes the NFL look like fucking hypocrites because they said... If an unva- if a player on a team is unvaccinated and they spread COVID throughout their facility, whether you're vaccinated or not, that team would have to forfeit that game. But now, since it affects the NFL's dollar, they're moving those games. And it's clear as day to anybody who watches who watches this shit, who's paid attention the entire time, the NFL does not give a flying fuck about the player's safety at all whatsoever. They only care about their bottom dollar because they don't care about the safety because A, COVID, whether how you feel, whether whatever your feelings are about COVID-19, whether you think it's a big deal or not, it's a big it's a big deal in all the sports leagues. And second of all, more importantly, just their health, just their general health in general, like whether it's battling an injury, not trying to get hurt anymore. And because they're on, these teams are on a short schedule, they're going to have to be getting prepared for the next game, which could cause them more likely to get hurt again, which is something the NFL tries to not have happen. But clearly, since they can't follow their own rules, it's going to happen anyway. So it says, looking ahead, NFL plans to combat these COVID outbreaks with new protocols. And the league announced on Thursday new rules. Make masks mandatory for players, staff, and coaches regardless of vaccination status. And they will adjust protocols following several guidelines from 2020, such as weight room limit of 15 players, no gathering for meals, and meetings are outdoors, large practice bubbles, or virtual. And Jerry just starts to Friday, the NFL may loosen COVID protocols for asymptomatic vaccinated players. 
which they should have done a while ago. They should have done since the beginning of the year. If they've had their two shots or the three boosted shots, they shouldn't be tested at all. And if they feel and if they tested positive for COVID, and if they feel fine, they should be playing no matter what. Because they're risking their paycheck if they don't. So apparently General Jones said this, so I think we'll I think we will get a point probably this week that we'll only test if symptomatic. That's if you've been vaccinated. And that's a good thing. Test when you're symptomatic and that shit. I also hate the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. That's my Southern Jerry Jones action. I take you shit. And holy shit, that was it. Alright, that was a sh- pretty short fucking article, but yeah. Like I said before, NFL does not care about safety, the player's safety, or safety of the in any way, shape, or form. They only care about their dollar, and they want to make sure that they make their money, no matter how it goes. They push back games, even though they said they would never push back games this year. So, speaking of that, we'll just move on to the games for this week anyway. Uh, where's, where's the Chiefs game? Hold on. Let's, I want to recap that game real quick. There you go. Chiefs and Chargers. Chiefs won 34-20 in overtime. Travis Kelsey with a game-winning touchdown. That dude's a fucking beast. So tomorrow night is the first game. Patriots and Colts. 9-4, 7-6. Patriots, before the Chiefs game last night, they were the first seed in the AFC East. and Not the AFC East, just the AFC in general, which, honest to God, I did not think that would happen this year. I don't think Mac Jones would have been efficient enough to have the Patriots in that position. But if they win this game against the Colts, they'll be they'll remain in first place. So, with that being said, though, they are on the road against Indianapolis. Although Indianapolis is a solid team, I think the Patriots still win this game on the road because their defenses can stop the run, they can stop the pass. Their defense is crazy insane. And Matt Jones, like I said, is efficient enough to win. To do what is asked of him, and he will win however he, however he needs to win. Excuse me. Jesus, Lord Almighty. So, yeah, sorry, Colts. I, as much as I want the Colts to win, I want, I think the Patriots are going to win. And here's Sunday. Unfortunately, Cowboys and Giants, unfortunately, Cow- I think the Cowboys win. Giants just flat out suck. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's really not much else to say. So, Giants suck. Can Cowboys win? And apparently, if we beat the, the football team, the Cowboys clinch the NFC East, which is fucking insane to me, but whatever. I I figured that I thought Washington would win because of their crazy D-line, but obviously I was wrong. And I, I thought the Cowboys were going to be a good and football team, like a good football team this year and at least make the playoffs. But, yeah. So, but they're going to win the division. So it just seems that way. So it is what it is at this point. Next game, Texans and the Jags. Two shitty teams. Texans, I think, are going to win. I don't think the Jags. I don't think the Jags can recover from their crate from all the Urban Meyer drama bullshit. Titans and Steelers, which is a really interesting, sort of an interesting game. Steelers seem to that are they're either hot or cold. They lost against Minnesota. They almost came back and beat them, though. Titans are... I don't know. I don't know. The Titans are, have seemed to be 
not that good of a team. I'm not saying not that good, but I'm trying to figure out, trying to figure out how to explain it. But like, ever since they lost Derrick Henry, they haven't been that efficient. But even without Derrick Henry, I think they're gonna beat the Steelers. And if if and when the Titans win the division and make the playoffs, I think they said Derrick Henry will come back for the playoffs, which is actually absolutely insane. A man that size with a broken foot coming back. But yeah, let's move on. Jets and Dolphins. Yeah, Jets are ass. Robert Sala was not a good hire. Unfortunately, I wanted Sala to do good. But Dolphins, um, yeah, Dolphins are have, are hot. They've gotten on fire. I think they won, what, five in a row? Yeah, and especially when Tua started. Dude, Tua is a solid quarterback, and Dolphins will beat the Jets at home. Cardinals and Lions, that should be easy. That's an easy pick. Cardinals will crush the Lions. Cardinals may have lost the Rams last week, and Kyler Murray did not play his best game, but they will get their shit right and beat the Detroit Lions. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I was interrupted. So, back to what I was trying to say. So, yeah, Cardinals will crush the Lions. I think they'll crush them. They'll be the biggest ass kicking of the week. Bills and Panthers. Bills. Crazy. Bills, uh, they almost beat the Bucks. Been struggling as of late, but I think they'll beat the Panthers. Unfortunately. I, yeah, they'll, I think they'll beat the Panthers. So, let's get. Bengals and Broncos. That's, an, that's actually kind of an interesting game. Two teams that are both same record, seven and six. Denver won three of the last four against Cincinnati, apparently. Bengals lost in overtime against the Niners last week. We kind of need them to win, but hopefully, I'm going to pick Cincinnati for the comeback because Denver's defense is, eh, not really that great, but they're solid enough. They got a solid defensive backfield, but I think Joe Burrow will come through. And I. Well, I want to see Cincinnati do good. I want to see Joe Burrow do good. I want to see Jamar Chase do good. So I'm kind of a fan of those two. 49ers and Falcons. Unfortunately, the 49ers beat the uh, Bengals last week, like I, like I said previously. And they are in hunt. They are, sorry, they are in hunt for a wild card spot, which they have total control of the sixth seed as of right now. And unfortunately, I think they'll beat Atlanta because Atlanta is not that good of a football team. Next game is, uh, holy shit, Packers and Ravens. That's actually going to be an entertaining game. But I think Aaron Rodgers just Aaron Rodgers just comes through and does his thing. He's streaking right now. He's on an MVP-type run. And I think the Packers win out. It's probably going to be close, but still, Packers win. Saints and Bucks Sunday Night Football. Uh, I think the Bucks win and they clinch the NFC South. I don't think Tom Brady allows himself to lose to the Saints four times in well, not four times in a row, but four times in the previous two years. He beat Drew Brees and the Saints in the playoffs last year. So I and I don't think he's going to allow him to beat him this year. He lost. I don't know how he lost the first time. I mean, the de- Saints defense somehow. Somehow, Dennis Allen has Tom Brady's number. I don't know how or why, but for at, least, at least in the regular season, he does. But the Bucks, they always get hot. Last last year, they got hot this time of year. And now they're going to be on, and I think this time they could continue being on hot 
against the Saints. So I think they're going to beat them this time. They're going to crush the division. And now, like, one of the three games that have been delayed, and Browns, because the Browns have a shit ton of players in COVID protocol. So these three games are hard to determine because we don't know really who's going to come back and who's not going to come back. Who's going to be on the field by the time Monday rolls around because of these crazy COVID protocols. But as of right now, as a prediction, the Raiders have a much better chance to beat the Browns because of all their players on COVID. But if, like, I would say if half of those players, I'd say, I think they have, like, what, 22 players? on Browns have 22 players on the COVID protocol. If the Browns have at least half of those players come back, I think the Browns beat the Raiders. And in this game, which is originally scheduled, Chicago beat five out of six times. I'm going with the upset. Chicago over Minnesota. Just because they are they performed really well against Green Bay, even though they lost, especially in the first half. Justin Fields is a dude. I like Justin Fields a lot. He is a dude, and he's going to be the Bears quarterback for a long time. He's a very talented kid, and he's going to be very good in the future. And plus, I can, I just want I need Minnesota to lose in order to, for us to get a better chance to make the playoffs. Seahawks and Rams, and then you know, these last two games are again hard to predict because we don't know who's going to come in. He's going to be in the game on time. Who's going to be playing in the NF, playing because of the protocols? But as of right now, the Seahawks have a better chance to beat the Rams because of all the players in the protocol. But depending on who comes back, I think Jalen Ramsey is on COVID. If he comes back, I think a lot of the Rams' offensive linemen are on the COVID protocol. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So. The, I can, I'm going to say the Rams just because they're probably going to have a couple of players that come back, especially on the offensive line. And Washington. And then the uh, last game, my Eagles against the Washington football team. Both were both 6-7. and seven. Washington has the advantage because they've actually beat the Giants in division. Eagles are 0-2 in division this year. And in order for... And in my opinion, order in order for Jalen Hurts to keep his starting quarterback job through the, the rest of this year and into next year, he's going to have to go either four zero against the rest of the division, or at least three one, or at least make the playoffs. That's the only thing. That's what he's got to do. He's got to lead this team to at least the playoffs in order for. The I guess Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lloyd to not consider trading him this into the next offseason. Whether it's for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. So I am gonna go with my birds being biased. I'm going with my Philadelphia Eagles against over the football team. And I'm hoping that I'm right. So we will see. And then last night's obviously this is last I already talked about last night's game, but Chiefs. Be the Chargers in overtime, so we Chargers are still going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. I just hope these two don't face in the first round of the playoffs, because otherwise they'll be boring. We don't want to see the Chiefs and the Chargers in the wild card game. We want to see them rather either in the divisional round or the AFC title game. 
That would be more entertaining to see. So yeah, that would be it. That's it for this week's episode. Um, if you if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. I'm gonna try to do more of these. And if you're listening on through a podcast app, hit the like, uh, give it five stars. And uh thanks again. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to do more of these. And uh I'll catch y'all next time. Hopefully next week. Next uh Either next Wednesday or next Thursday before the game starts. So uh, we will see. Catch y'all later, boys and girls.